0: Every once in a while I come across names that uh, just make me chuckle, uh, mainly because uh, they kind of live up to that name. In seminary we had, or we didn't, uh, the uh, priest had a housekeeper who uh, primarily did their laundry and cleaned their their, uh, their apartments out. Her last name was Laundry. I find that find that appropriate. Uh, I without going into detail, I have an aunt whose last name was Light, and the joke was that she wasn't Light for long. And there's there's just many, many more, and every once in a while, uh, in the scriptures, we have that too, where somebody who uh kind of lives up to their name and, and one, uh, one really. Uh, interesting one that we don't have today is Onesimus that we hear in Paul's letter to Philemon. Onesimus means useful and Paul says he has been useful to me so if you don't want him back as your servant send him back to me because he's useful. I I just find that interesting but today we have Barnabas whose name as I already said means son of encouragement or son of consolation and that's exactly what he is. He recognizes St. Paul he, he sees that uh, Saul of Tarsus had a true conversion, had a true encounter with the Lord, and had spent time in prayer and, and incorporating this new knowledge, this new encounter with the person of Jesus Christ, and realized that there's something more. There is something more for this man to do and for him to do. And so he goes and finds Paul and brings him to uh, it just jumped out of my head, not Damascus, but uh, where the Christians were first uh, called. And there they preach. And then today in our first reading, we hear how they're set apart to preach to the nations, to preach to all the Gentiles. And we hear in the Acts of the Apostles, and we just heard that a few weeks ago, as they go into a particular village, uh, the people begin to re- think that this is uh, Zeus and Hermes. Who have come to visit them, and so they begin to offer sacrifice. And so from that we can uh, ascertain kind of what Barnabas and Paul must have looked like and acted like. Uh, Zeus was is almost always depicted as a as a broad-shouldered, heavy-set um, person with a beard who is quiet. Hermes was always kind of wiry and and, uh, younger-looking, and uh, he kind of floated around. He's the one with the winged shoes, if you remember, and was the spokesperson. Well, they were convinced that Barnabas is Zeus and Paul is Hermes because Paul must have spoke. And what was Barnabas doing during that while while Paul was speaking? He was praying for Paul. He was encouraging the, the people who were listening, and he was helping in his own way which is perhaps why he was seen as one who was silent, like Zeus would have been. Zeus was a man of action, or a god of action, a false god, but you know what I'm saying. Barnabas really does live up to his name. And I find myself wondering, you know, I I know what my name means, my first name, I know what my last name means, too. uh, yes, every once in a while I do live up to be a uh, little sly, which is what Todd means. Uh, but uh, I'd rather go with my second, uh, my, my uh, last name, uh, to be a son of Peter, which means to be a son of the church, really, ultimately. And that's what I hope to be. But even more so, all of us, whether we are, uh, whatever our uh, legal names are, we are called Christian That means to belong to Christ, that means we give to Christ first, whatever it is rightfully to give to Him. So we give Him this day and and, uh, this uh, hour, or half hour as Mass would be, but this time, to worship Him, to come to Him, and to know that we are built as a church on the faith of the Apostles. If it weren't for St. Paul, we probably wouldn't be here. If it weren't for St. Barnabas, there would be no St. Paul. So we, in a special way today, need to remember Barnabas. But in another way, how can we be a Barnabas to the people in our lives? (laughs) There's so much discouragement in the world, isn't there? I've decided i'm not going to read the news anymore just the the more i read the more discouraged i am the constant changing of of uh this uh, the nature of this virus and the rules that are that are there or the uh the race baiting that we have and i think that's what it is uh, more than anything else the uh the the fighting the wanting to defund those that would protect us the wanting to tear down society There's so much discouragement in this world. But Christ calls us to be sons of encouragement, daughters of encouragement. So how can we encourage one another? It might be just by praying for them, as Barnabas would have done. It might have been to talk to them one-on-one, to share with them the message of good news, not only that Christ loves us and Christ has redeemed us, but that We are called to love, period. To love our neighbor. I said a few years ago in a a particularly tense moment in in, uh, the parish where I was, some not major racial tensions that made the news, thank God, but some racial tensions all the same. And I said, if we just love our neighbor, love the person closest to us. See, we can play the game. The things are bad when we universalize everything. But when we we bring it down to the particular, when we bring it down person to person, we find that we can get along. We might not always agree about everything, but we can get along. Barnabas and St. Paul had a falling out towards the end of their life, but Barnabas never stopped loving St. Paul, and St. Paul never stopped loving Barnabas. So too should we, to know that there might be disagreement, but we never stop encouraging.